Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. On today's episode from Bob's Burgers and Central Park, we have director and animator Simon Chong. As our first real episode back and the first episode of the new year, it was such a great time talking with him. His name has always come up um, in different chats with Toddland and friends that have worked around Bob's Burgers. Um, and it was just finally time to ask him to be on the show. And he was such a great guest. Simon has such an incredible story about how he came uh, to be a part of Bob's Burgers. I'm not going to spoil any of those details for you. I'll let Simon tell the story. Um, but once you hear the episode, I will have the links um, for some of Simon's past work up on the website at onthemicpodcast.com so you can check out some of those clips um, that helped him get where he is today. But it was so great talking to Simon about how he joined the Bob's Burgers team um, and just all of his experiences as an animator and now as a director. Uh, he's directed two episodes already this season um, that are just absolutely incredible and still has a few more to come. Um, so make sure that you watch out for those. And yeah, make sure you follow Simon as well on all of the uh, all the links that we will also have available on the website. Uh, he's a great person to follow on both Instagram and Twitter uh, for all of your Bob's Burgers, Central Park, and even the Great North uh, that just launched this last week on Fox. Uh, he helped do the uh, do the title sequence of that. So yeah, it was really fun talking with Simon. Uh, we got this in right before Christmas as we started uh, banking episodes before uh, before the holidays. Uh, so there's a little Christmas talk on there, um, but uh, yeah, th that's why. It was right before the holidays that we recorded this episode. Like I said, this is our first episode back of the new year. I hope all of you have had a safe and healthy new year so far. Uh, you know, things are kind of going crazy here still in Los Angeles with COVID, and I just hope that all of you listening are staying safe, staying healthy, staying indoors. You know, there's no reason that you need to go shopping at the mall right now. Online ordering is great. You can, in anything that you can find at the mall, you can probably find on that company's website. Uh, you know, I, I know we want to be able to get out and support businesses, but just with the way that things are going right now, we all need to stay in the best that we can, wear a mask, and just stay healthy. You know, I can't, I can't express that enough. It's just horrible seeing so many people that, you know, are just are so affected by this, so many of the businesses that are affected by this, and we're not going to get through this until everybody does their part. And, you know, I know all of us just want this to be over already, but, you know, there's still a long way to go. There is a light that we can see at the end of the tunnel. So let's all get there together, healthy and safe and alive. And, you know, it'll it'll be it'll be over sooner, sooner than we think if we just all stick together and do the right things to get through this. Uh, I apologize if you hear any helicopters or leaf blowers in the background during this intro. Uh, as, if you've been listening to podcasts throughout the pandemic, you know, Anybody that's recording in Los Angeles has had this weird thing with leaf blowers everywhere lately. And basically since April, we have just been in a perpetual helicopter machine as well. Uh, so there's just constantly helicopters flying around us. Uh, I have no idea why. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, there's a police chase or whatnot. We're known for that here. But, yeah, it gets really annoying when you're trying to record good, clean audio and there's helicopters and leaf blowers going off nonstop. <laughs> but we are doing the best that we can with it, even if I have to stop and re-record things over and over and over again to try and get the cleanest audio possible. They're really not making it easy on us, but we will we will get by. Uh, again, I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. I hope you guys are having a good new year so far. 2021 has a lot to offer, and let's just try to make the best of it with what we're able to do. Don't get down on yourself. Just do the best that you can right now. Um, please reach out to us on all the social media links that you can find on our website. Again, on themicpodcast.com. Please go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and make sure that you rate us. Give us the five stars. Help people keep finding the podcast. Uh, we're incredibly excited to be on Spotify now. 
And, uh, the, you know, the, the listeners that we've gained uh, since joining Spotify have been incredible. Uh, so welcome, and thank you for listening. So it really means a lot to me. Again, thank you to Simon Chong for taking the time, uh, like I said, before the holidays, to join me on this episode. It was so much fun talking to Simon and getting to know him a little bit better and learning more about his career. And uh, any of the art pieces and some of the things that we talk about as well that he's collaborated with on Toddland, most of those have sold out. Uh, most of them were limited pieces at the time, but a few of them might still be available. So if you go over to toddland.com, and take a peek. There might be a few of those pieces still available, so make sure you uh, make sure you check that out if you're interested. I know, I know there's some pins and some of that still available on Toddland.com. Uh, so yeah, you'll you'll hear a little bit of chat about that, and that's where you can find some of those products. Again, thank you to Simon Chong. Make sure you guys tune in to Bob's Burgers Sunday nights on Fox, um, as well as the Great North. Like I said, Simon worked on the uh, worked on the title sequence for this, um, and then Central Park on Apple Plus TV. Uh, all of them are just excellent shows, so make sure you check that out and stay up to date on all of Simon's work. Thank you, Simon Chong. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you next week. I um, I appreciate the T-shirt that you're wearing. I see a little I see a little burger on there. Oh yes, yeah. I, I... I was like, which one of my many Toddland designs do I? Do oh, I, I love. Oh God, I love Toddland. They're so you, good. You, that was actually how you first came up on my radar. Is I'm good friends with Todd. Ah. We would always talk about the new designs coming out, and uh, Todd, Todd would always be like, "Yeah, Simon Chong, like he, he draw." I mean, I've even got some of your art sitting just, just right here from, <laughs> <laughs> from, the, from the Pride launch because I've had all of my Toddland stuff rolling in and. Yeah, it just kind of ends up on my desk for a bit. and <laughs> That's really lovely. I'm glad, I'm really glad that you've, you've got that stuff. I'm wearing Toddland also today. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, have, I have that very same shirt. It was, it was honestly a one? choice between, between this one or the, or the new Pride one. It's so funny because I saw the design for this one. I, I, I didn't draw this heart initially, but I colored it this way. Um, and I saw the designs for the t-shirt. I was like, I love it. I had no idea this was on the back. Oh, no yeah, idea. Always the burger of the day. <laughs> it's enormous on the back. Yeah. I'm like, all right, guys. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it still. But I, was, I had no idea when I bought it that it had this on the back. <laughs> I, I think I'm at a point with, with the burger of the day shirts that I now have one for every day of the week. So well, if, I, if I needed, if I needed to just go all Toddland, I, <laughs> I could. <laughs> I, I love him. I think that Todd, Todd is so nice. He's every time I've, I've spoken with him, he's always just been a really nice guy. Yeah, Todd, Todd, Todd's wonderful. I, he, he's he's such a he's such a great person to work with. And I mean, when it comes to the fans, especially the Bob's fans, he is he is all about making sure their experience is just everything they can imagine. Yeah. It, 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 the, have you have you been to one of his booths? I guess in in oh, yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the he goes all out. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the full sized restaurant. It's <laughs> it's it's really impressive. They're, so, they found a really good guy. And so that you're not caught off guard because everybody always is like, so when do we start? This is basically the podcast. So there's start. We I, I, I jump right in. I blindside you. I still like, can't record. Yeah, you know what? We won't even worry about it because mine's recording. And oh, okay, then you're fine. Okay, good. Yeah, we we should be good. I just know everybody. I, I always hear all the other podcasts that are like, okay, well, I've got you set up on QuickTime, and this person's recording, and this, and um, I get so confused just hearing them talk about all of the schematics, and I'm just like, as long as, as it's long recording, as it's, yeah. it's it's recording, and <laughs> well, great. 
there you go. It's already we're yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes it that much easier. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. There's no, there's no faffing around. We're just like we're going. <laughs> yeah, we we just go. And I'm glad I'm glad to see that both of us have have our Christmas trees nicely. Uh, nicely. I put see up. that you have more than one in that that room. That's impressive. Yeah, we, we have two little ones. Uh, my wife and I every year try to do a themed tree. And, oh, I've got okay. Tell me your themes. Uh, so this this year, because we didn't think we were going to have time, we kind of we redid one. With the one to my right is Nightmare Before Christmas. Lovely. And the blue one in the back is still kind of under construction. It's a Simpsons one. Oh. So perfect. my wife's been actually uh, sculpting the different ornaments. So she's herself? Made, yeah herself yeah wow. play yeah she's she's in a uh, Canon Kodos, uh, Krusty the Clown. Uh, ah. the, tr- the tree topper is uh, Mr. Burns when he uh, oh when he's oh, when he's glowing because we figured yeah, that was the it. perfect <laughs> angel. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, so, I love a theme. This is the first year I've themed my trees. I mean, they're not good. <laughs> they're not good themes. But I have one tree in my living room that is gold. Always believe in your soul. Oh, I love is, it. It's just basically, I got a second tree this year, and I split all my decorations up, and I've made it the theme afterwards <laughs> and this is all the red ones this is red for filth so it's it's just all red on this tree gold on the other one it's, it's, it's not a, they're not great themes i'll give you but i love it I, I like them i like them a lot it makes me feel very festive yeah it, it, it's nice to feel festive especially when everybody's trapped inside right now and i mean in los angeles christmas is weird Oh, it's so weird! Oh, so, oh my gosh! Where, where do you live in the LA area as well? Yeah, I'm I'm over on the east side in Los Feliz. Okay, so. yeah. I God, I mean, are you from LA? No, I grew up in Utah. Okay, my geography is terrible. Does it get cold then? You Utah, every everybody kind of gets confused. I realized when I moved out here of whether it was hot or cold, because yeah. they think of the Rocky Mountains, but it's also the desert. And so you get a mix of both. The winters can just get brutally cold. You get your snow and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the summers just become excruciatingly hot. I, I don't know also why I just said that I'm terrible with my geography. I was literally in Utah three, <laughs> three or four weeks ago. Oh, really? <laughs> I went to Zion. Okay, yeah, down which, in southern uh, Utah. Yeah, so I was like just in there. And it was cold. So Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that is, it's funny because too when i talk to people out here they know of like moab and zion and and up in salt lake it's night and day different really yeah it's i mean it's very it's very much i mean you have a lot more uh it's a lot greener during part, parts of the year at least <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas throughout zion and that you go through a lot of the red rocks and everything there and uh yeah it's it feels almost like two separate states <laughs> that's crazy i it's, i i miss uh being cold here at Christmas time. I mean, outside right now it's kind of chilly, but I miss yeah, it's LA cold. Oh, exactly, it's <laughs> LA cold. Like it's, I can still wear shorts. It's a hot yeah. London summer's day. But <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss, uh, I miss being cold at Christmas time here. It, it, the, my first year that I lived here, anyway, I was very, um, I was not very festive. But now I've adjusted. It's my fourth <laughs> Christmas here, and then now with this tree, I feel great. Yeah, this, this is my third Christmas here now, and okay. yeah, it, it definitely it takes you, it takes you a little bit getting into it because you're like, yeah, it's the palm trees have lights on them, and it's so weird. Yeah, isn't it's it? eighty degrees, and <laughs> <laughs> you walk by people's houses and they put like snowmen and stuff outside. Yeah. And like, come on, 
there's a house that i always drive past uh going down los Feliz boulevard that has uh, just the big giant inflatable things out front they have four or five and they're probably 15 feet high oh my god and, and it's just like you're surrounded just by palm trees and these spanish style houses and <laughs> it's, it's such a mix of stuff <laughs> and and then there's just these these giant inflatable snowmen and it's just like no it's not if it just what, feels so out of place <laughs> what is la if not completely plastic and hollywood style, you know <laughs> very very <laughs> that's what true. i love about it yeah that's what i love about it <laughs> so now now you mentioned uh you've only been out here for four years how how long ago did you did you move directly to la from london or i did i did i okay. moved I um I left London on the first of November, twenty seventeen. I remember because I was devastated that I missed a Halloween in America by one day because I always wanted to experience an American Halloween because it's always crazy. Oh, yeah. It looks crazy, and uh, yeah, I got here the day after. But yeah, um, moved from London to Burbank on um first of November, twenty seventeen, straight from London. Okay. So and 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 as you, as you gave the date, I realized I can't count. This is my fourth Christmas. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> because I moved here October 28th, 2017. Oh, so we're two so, days off. <laughs> yeah, so we're just a couple days off from, from, oh, our, from our LA anniversaries. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's gone very quick. And you're, you're right to yeah. have basically not counted this year. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't believe that it is December already because I feel like I blinked and yesterday I was going, oh, I guess I can't work anymore. And just had to sit oh, down and... Yeah, this year has gone yeah. <laughs> simultaneously incredibly quickly and incredibly slowly at the same time. It's very odd. But you, you guys have kept busy, though, with Bob's throughout all of this. Yeah, we, um, so we got the call to go home, work from home in middle of March. Um, within three days of us all going home, we all had our work machines at our houses, and we've been working from our homes since, and we haven't stopped. We haven't missed a single deadline. Most of this season from, I think, the seventh or eighth episode onwards has all been made from our houses. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, tr a tricky adjustment, but we've all, we've all made it work somehow, which is a testament to our team, really. Absolutely. Yeah. How, well, how have those table reads been, though? <laughs> we haven't had any. You guys haven't had, had to do any. No, we haven't had a single table read. Um, trying to think when we well i guess we last had a table read like a couple of weeks before uh, we went home but since we've been in our houses we haven't really you know like when you're doing table i don't know if other shows are doing it but with with table reads it's so important that you hear the laughter in the room right it's the first time outside of the writer's room anyone's really getting to hear the script so you need that laughter to know like oh okay that joke worked that landed and i don't think they found a successful way because you know on zoom if someone's unmuted, it's already a nightmare. But if you're in a room full of 200 people and everyone's unmuted laughing, you won't hear a thing. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a success. They found a, a successful way to really make that work just yet. So we haven't had table reads. But um, we, I, I, I miss them, but I think the show is still working just fine. Yeah. Mm. So now I, I found your story really fascinating with how you even became... <laughs> involved with bobs because not very many people let alone take the initiative to do what you did but do it so well because when yeah. i first saw the bobs archer crossover 
I thought it was on per like I thought that Lauren had put that together. Not that you as a fan had done how did you develop the concept of and figure out how you were going to So are you ready? This is a this is a tale. I'm gonna spin you a spin you a yarn right now. So spin spin away. I'll go so I've always been interested in animation. Uh, well, sorry, let me go back even further. Since I was a kid, I've always been drawing, endlessly, endlessly drawing, nonstop. I, I, since I could hold a pencil, I was drawing. And um, I didn't know how to apply that to anything or didn't know what I wanted to do with it until I saw Toy Story in cinema. And um, I, I came out of seeing Toy Story when I was 10, I guess, and uh, knew, like, that's what I want to do. I don't know what it is. I don't understand it, but I want to put pictures on screen and make the move, and that's what I want to do. And my whole life from that moment has just been dedicated towards learning how that works. So I studied animation all through university and college and all that stuff, like studied animation, art and design, um, and moved to London once all, I, I, I'd done all my studies and uh, started an animation studio um, there with a friend of mine. And um, it turned out that everything that I'd been taught in university was completely wrong. And all the <laughs> principles and everything. It was, it was, oh God, the terrible, terrible course. Um, so through starting my own company, I taught myself the right things um, and the correct way to do things and the software that I should have been using the whole time. Um, sorry, I hit my microphone there. Um, and I, uh, outside of the, like, we were doing okay and our work was going just fine. The company was running just fine. But in my spare time, I was constantly teaching myself new animation tricks, new ways to do things. And, I find the best way for me to learn something is by imitation. Like when I was a kid drawing, I'd always draw The Simpsons over and over The Simpsons yeah. or Sonic the Hedgehog, one of the two. And I still, I still do that now. But um, yeah, I, uh, I, in my spare time, would just keep learning, keep learning. And I was driving somewhere in London and I was listening to the soundtrack to the Book of Mormon. And um, I love the Book of Mormon. And obviously that's made by the same people that make South Park. And I thought, yeah. well, what if I animate something in the style of South Park? So I took the first song from that show, it's called Hello. I animated the whole thing to, um, uh, in the style of South Park and I drew all the, the character assets at myself. I stole backgrounds from the video game. Stole is the wrong word. I <laughs> borrowed backgrounds from the game. Uh, stick of truth and uh most all together made in a week made this little book of mormon crossover with south park and i uploaded it and it went viral and i did not expect it to at all i just did this thing for fun but it gave me this little thing of like oh maybe i can do more of these um so i did a couple of other animations but i really wanted to show that my company in the uk could do tv quality animation if we needed it and so i was like okay i'm gonna do a really complicated one and i love archer and I absolutely love Bob's Burgers. It's, it's one of my favorite shows before I worked on it. And I know that obviously Bob and Archer are voiced by the same guy, um, John Benjamin. Yeah, John and Benjamin. I um, set about initially, I was just going to do the opening titles of Bob's Burgers, but with Archer characters. And um, I started doing that. Um, just again, trying to imitate the style of Bob's. I drew up all the Archer characters in the Bob's Burgers style. Um, and then I animated the... Uh, the intros which is 30 seconds long and i was like but i wonder if i could like i have all these assets now i've got these characters drawn up i wonder if i can have make a short episode of the characters coming together and i went through at the time eight seasons of both shows um listening for audio finding dialogue that lined up um and that took that took the longest um taking that audio editing it all together into this four and a half minute thing and then i animated this whole thing draw taking screenshots of bob's burgers drawing over the backgrounds so that i could use them in my 
piece because they weren't laid or anything, of course. Um, and I spent seven and a half months making that in my spare time. Again, just to prove that my company could do TV quality animation. I uploaded it to YouTube on the 20th of July, 2017. Within three hours, it made it to the Archer's offices in Atlanta. I, I, I don't know how. I didn't tag anyone from these shows. I didn't know who made these shows, but they got there within three hours. And I got an email from those guys, which was really lovely. But then within 24 hours, Lauren, uh, Lauren Bouchard, the creator of Bob's, tweeted me and offered me a job on Twitter. It was just literally just like, do you want a job? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> is this real? This isn't real. And he was like, nope, this is real. Let's do this. Um, three months later, I'd sold all my belongings, left my company that I started with my friends, um, so, yeah, sold everything, left my apartment, moved home with my mum in Wales temporarily. Um, yeah, within three months, I'd moved to LA. I'm starting on Bob's Burgers. And then my first episode was the bleakening episode, uh, which is season eight Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, so, and I was on that immediately, and my credit was on that my first credit was that episode so i'd gone from like being this fan who uploaded a fan video in july to having my credit on the show and then over the course of my being here for the last three years i've worked my way up from storyboard artist um, to director and yeah. that's my story i told you it was a it's, story <laughs> but it, it's it's such an it's such an inspiring story though i mean because there's so many people out there that you know they see what you're doing they see you know what, what so many voiceover artists are doing and animators and writers and you know they're saying okay well i want to be able to do what they did and they're at home practicing and trying to figure out all of these different ways to go about it and i mean like you said it took you seven months you know of doing that in your spare time and i mean it's what a four and a half minute four and a half minutes video. and i mean it, it Oh, that's one thing I think that people don't realize sometimes when it comes to TV or film is it can take a really long time for just a couple of minutes. Oh my God. Well, each one of our episodes takes nine months to make from start to finish. Yeah. That's a whole baby. Like that is, that is like <laughs> each episode takes, and we're working across, um, well, we do 22 a season. So we're working yeah. across all these episodes at different stages throughout the whole time. It's yeah, it, it takes a long time. As it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to see it pay off for somebody uh, like yourself, I mean, it's an incredible story that I think should give a lot of people hope that they can, they, they, they could be just like you and <laughs> just keep that, yeah, that's, I, I, that's why I enjoy telling the story. I, I, it, I, I, it was the last thing I expected to happen. And, um, but it's just been the best, the best thing to have ever happened to me. And I, I just know that, like, as, and the reason I bring up that my university um, course was absolutely terrible was because ultimately it did not matter that I, I got that. You yeah. don't, people don't need to have been to these crazy fancy schools. Like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you go to a good school, you get a, you, they will teach you some wonderful stuff, like CalArts, for example. A bunch of people who work on Bob's went to CalArts and got, it does show. But also, there's a lot of people on the show who didn't, including me. Um, and I found my way into this industry very oddly, and I really hope that does inspire people to not give up because they don't have the the the, the, the resources um, to, yeah. to get where they want to be. Um, it's possible. It's still possible. Yeah, and and a lot of a lot of the um, companies that you guys end up having to. I, I know I was looking as I've scoured for different jobs, and I'll pull things up that are in animation, which is not my background. But uh -huh. they'll be like, oh, you need to know 
Toon Boom or certain other uh, softwares. And I'm like, I have no idea what that is. But if you go to their websites, they have tutorials to learn how to use it. And exactly. Before before I came on to Bob's, I had never used the software that um, they use on the show. I animated my whole thing in After Effects. Um, we animate oh, wow. the show in uh, we animate uh, my show in Harmony, which I I don't use. Um, but the storyboarding's done in um, Toon Boom storyboard pro and i'd never used it but uh, one of the best websites that i can recommend anybody i mean youtube has plenty of free tutorials of course it does and they're absolutely wonderful and um but lynda.com is spelled l-y-n-d-a.com is a phenomenal resource for video tutorials on not just animation literally anything that you can think of even down to like the minutiae of how a camera works. I have no interest in that, but like it's, you know, it's there and you can go on it and watch an eight hour tutorial. Um, that's really, really in depth. And that's how I learned After Effects. And it's how I learned Storyboard Pro before, like in the three months of me leaving my old work and going to Bob's, I learned Storyboard Pro on that website. And I cannot recommend it enough. It's a subscription based <laughs> thing, but like anyone who wants to learn some new software, oh, oh it's good. They need to have John Roberts make their commercials for lynda.com. I know it's right there. <laughs> it's spelled differently, but we'll work around that. <laughs> I, I, I'd realized the same thing uh, going to film school. And I, I was one of those people that never got to finish school because I ran out of money. <laughs> and, and I quickly realized after realizing that I couldn't take classes anymore that, oh, I can just start making stuff and i'm going to learn so much more and that turned out to be the case and mm -hmm. the the more and more short films that we made or little web series we quickly i mean baptism by fire but you yeah. learn quickly and, and even during the pandemic i was about to start pre-production right as it all started on a new web series we were literally going location scouting three days before everything got locked down oh god and then it was just like oh well i guess we I guess we don't know when we're making this. And I started going just beyond stir crazy. After mm -hmm. about a week, I was like, I need to make something. And so yeah. I called my buddy up that was that we were working on this uh, together. And we made a series still. Uh, totally, we just came up with a new idea. Yeah. And made something we could shoot independently that's now all in post-production. But it was like, okay, well, this has to be with SAG. Okay, well, we don't know how to do that. So having to like reach out to SAG and learn about those contracts. And it was just, it's the stuff they don't teach you in school of how the business is run that you just have to figure out quickly. Like, okay, well, this is the right way to do it. How do we do it? <laughs> and that, that's, and that's, that speaks definitely to that. You have the, the passion for it as well. Like, and I know there's plenty of people out there who do have that same passion, but might not be aware of how to do it. The way that you've literally just described how you did that. Perfect. Like that, like it's, it's, it's a trial by fire. It's like, okay, we're doing this and learning on the job. And oh, it's, it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely exciting. And like you mentioned with like the, uh, not being able to really do read throughs because you don't have the room and how different that would be. Yeah. We have no idea if what we've made is funny because it's just, it's just, does, it make, does it make you laugh? It makes us laugh. And that's all that matters to us. There you go. Yeah. It makes, it makes us laugh. And the, the weirdest thing with it is it's all shooting ourselves and there's voiceover that doesn't necessarily correspond with what's happening. Uh -huh. And so we'd be shooting things and my wife's looking at me and she's like, what 
What is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, it'll make sense. It'll, I, I promise it'll make sense. <laughs> uh, that, that's uh, something I often tell people as well is because because um, of the way that I, I got my job where I made this thing and I uploaded it and it got me the job. Like, I, I can't guarantee that will happen for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just can't. But the thing that you should absolutely when you're making something, especially if it's a passion project, you should, you should make it for yourself first and never make anything with the expectation of this is going to be huge. Like, because right. if it's not, you're going to be disappointed. Um, but if it does happen to get, go by and be awesome, like then all the better, all the better. But yeah. first and foremost, any pro any passion project, anything you're doing for yourself has to be like for yourself first, which is why I asked like, does it make you laugh? If it makes you laugh, then great it will make other people laugh. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I will here and there trickle out little sketches that I'll edit just like onto Twitter, onto yeah. YouTube or Instagram. And it's like maybe a handful of people will see it. It makes me laugh. And that's all that, that's yeah. all that matters. And it's like, and is the, 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 <laughs> is the best thing about passion projects is that your they're your projects and no one can sit over your shoulder and be like, I would do it differently. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's my thing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I usually figure I'll it. be lucky if even my mom bothers to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to see whatever it is you've ended up filming yeah. in, in, in quarantine here. It, 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 sh it should hopefully be out in the next couple of months. And I'm excited to see what it is because I awesome. haven't seen any of the edit so far. Huh? Like, so I, that'll, I, be, that'll be fun. Yeah, I've seen our opening title is all that I have seen because we worked with an animator on that. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen how that came together and how our composer put everything with it. And that is all I've seen so far. <laughs> it's so much fun doing this stuff. I mean, yeah, we, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see whatever it is you've put together. So now with Bob's, you, you came in as, uh, was as a storyboard artist? Wow. So <laughs> that's awesome. Because I know animation's so broad and what, the, what all that encompasses. Initially, Initially, I was going to come into the show as an animator. When I first, I flew out here for two days when I first got the job offer, just to make sure that everything was real and it wasn't a big, like, um, like media stunt, something <laughs> publicity stunt. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, but I came out here and I was going to be an animator, and I sat with the animators for two days, and I was like. I can't do this. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I, I'm After Effects based, and I'm suddenly having to uh, use this software I've never used before and make the show look perfect. Like, you know, because the animators are literally what you, the animators work is what you end up seeing on screen, yeah. not what I do. Um, and uh, it's a complicated bit of software harmony initially. Um, and it, obviously that takes a lot to learn. Storyboarding, I, can't, I understand the, the, the process of. So when I was there, I was kind of like, I don't know if I can do um, the animation. Can I do storyboarding instead? And they were very accommodating. They're like, of course, you can do storyboarding instead. Like, because they, they, they kind of the, the job wasn't there for me, so they kind of made a job for me. Oh, that's they nice. were okay with to slot me in kind of anywhere. So that's so I, I did I did storyboarding, um, and specifically I did the um, the retakes. And what retakes mean are um, after the, the program's been storyboarded and drawn up the first time around, and it gets sent to Korea to be animated. When it comes back, we do a pass on the whole thing uh, where we. Um, uh, rewrite bits, uh, cut bits, uh, sometimes add a song, um, sometimes animation just hasn't worked and it needs sort of redoing. Um, and after a rewrite session, there's so many holes in the animation that need to be filled with new storyboards 
that's what I would do. I would draw the new storyboards that fit in those holes. And it was a really wonderful way for me to learn because I could see exactly what the show, what worked on the show and what didn't, um, what things um, need, you know, readjusting, how, which bits of animation don't work, what gestures that we do that aren't appropriate. Um, and it was a huge, huge learning curve for me, but I, but I got there. Um, and then I moved up to be the retakes director on the show, which meant I oversaw all the posts, um, picture stuff that, that happened on the show. Um, but it gave me a huge leg up when it came to actually moving to directing fully um, a show episodes uh, in this first storyboarding round because I knew what not to do there. So when it was animated in Korea, it's correct the first time. Um, yeah, and the, so I just like worked, I've just somehow bang, 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 worked my way up to director um, pretty quickly on the show, really. Yeah, and you, you've directed two episodes this season. So the season premiere? So far. So far. <laughs> yeah, so this, um, I've done five this season. Oh, wow. Um, so there's still three more to come. Um, two have aired, the, the premiere, and uh, yeah, Mommy, which was... Um, Dreamy Little Bob of Bob, and yeah. then uh, Mummy Boy, which is uh, the one that aired a couple of weeks ago. Um, That's both. the spa one, right? The spa one, spa yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wore so many face masks um, <laughs> to, to figure out when Bob's like tearing his mustache hole, and I was like, how the hell do I do that? And I like wore so many face masks, I was like filming myself going, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it was so silly. I remember being in the table, the first episode, the, the, the premiere one, it's a very unusual episode for Bob's that it's very, very out there and very uh, surreal. Um, and I remember being in the table read for that episode and I didn't know I was directing it at the time, but I walked out of the table read and I was just like, that's a big episode. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, that's your one. It's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the first one they're handing you and it's kind of, it's a very obscure one. It's a very obscure one. Fantasy, all different locations, a squeezy ball, like a cassette tape that talks. Like, how do we even figure that out? And then on top of that, uh, a patty cake routine um, where the Tina can't learn and, and figuring out that routine. And, and multiple patty cake routines multiple patty cake <laughs> routines but um the, the thrill of seeing that episode on tv with my name at the front was oh my gosh i will never i will never forget that moment it was it was unreal like i don't know how they how some people were doing it well i do know how they're doing it actually because they were releasing clips of the episode before it aired but this, this lady um sent me on twitter a video of her and her husband and they'd already learned the whole patty cake routine and, and it hadn't even aired yet like oh, wow. it, was, it was it's um it was it was lovely but my next few episodes that i've got coming up the one in particular i'm i'm so excited it's not come back from korea yet and i'm dying to see it animated <laughs> it's gonna be wild so you 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 mentioned like putting on the different face masks mm -hmm. how, how often are you having to kind of like film yourself and your movements to be able to decide oh, how those all the time are coming. i've done it twice this week already like it's <laughs> it's not everybody does it I, I mean every artist is kind of different i'm i'm a huge proponent of it because it's very easy to draw what you think someone moves like on this show but it's not actually how people do things even a simple something as like one i did this week someone was sitting on the floor with their legs crossed and they had to get up very quickly and my brain could not figure out how a person does that so i had to film myself doing it so i could see and then 
you know, I can use those as a reference. But um, I always, I'm telling my team all the time, like, if you can't think of how something moves, like these Macs, they have a camera on them to stand a little bit further back, push record on, on whatever, and just, you know, record yourself doing it. Yeah. I do, I do it. I do it all the time, all the time. So useful. Yeah, that I remember when I first when I was a kid and I started really getting into understanding some of animation. I would always watch the when Disney would add the um, extra features, like how they made Lion King and how they would go go out and actually watch how like the meerkats ran mm-hmm. and how they and how they would leap and everything. And, yeah, and it's, see that see that natural useful. movement. And as I, as I've interviewed people over the years, even talking uh, a couple of years ago, I got to interview Margaret Carey, who was the model for Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. and seeing how disney would build this giant keyhole that she mm-hmm. had to get into so they could figure out how to how to animate that and so i think it's i think it's just kind of the proven way of of how yeah of how the, it works <laughs> you 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 move so subconsciously like when you sit in cross legs and stand up quickly when you're doing it you don't think about the intricacies of how you're doing it you just do it and yeah yeah and it's very easy to forget that. So yeah, having Tinkerbell do those exact movements for the animator is just, oh, it's so valuable. Yeah. And it's so simple to do, you know? I'm not asking people to act their hearts <laughs> out. I'm just just for simple movements, stand up, how you would stand up. It's Bob's is a huge show that is all about subtle movements and subtle animation and subtle everything. It's all very lifelike. Um, right. Life, I'm lifelike in air quotes, you know? It's all very, very... Uh, I don't want to use the word realistic either, but it's, uh, we're not cartoony in like, we're not pantomime. We're not like, oh my God, and Linda throws her arms in the air. Like, you know, it's always where like, people stand still and they look at each other and there's like all eyebrow stuff. It's very, um, it's very stoic. But, but you, you, do, you do find a lot of that realism. I mean, going back to like the masks of the way that it's kind of falling off of Bob. I mean, anybody that's ever used one of those face masks, men especially where, we 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 aren't necessarily as used to you know putting some some of that on mm-hmm. and yeah the way that it does droop or i've tried to do the charcoal mask sometimes and didn't realize i was going to like if i got too close to like my beard line that i was going to cry as i peeled it <laughs> off <laughs> yeah i have i've uh, i have a, a beard right here and like i've i've not tried those ones but the, the face one just like, it's meant to cover my cheeks here too. I was like, mm, this isn't working. <laughs> it's just going to gonna be the reason. one part of the hairline that's just like nice and moisturized. And <laughs> it's what it's what makes it. I think it's what makes that sequence though. It's it, it's is that it falls apart in quite a realistic kind of way. And I love. I, I don't want to toot my horn because I drew that bit, but like I, I really like that, he, it, like he's cutting it and he's like, "Oh, oh my god!" And then it cuts away, and when it cuts back to Bob, he's not even holding it up anymore. It's just like, it's a mess on his face. Yeah. Like, it makes me, <laughs> makes me giggle. It makes me it make, again. It, I think it makes me laugh. Um, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, no, I, I, it made my wife and I laugh. And you know, going back to the the first episode of the season with the with, with the rubber band ball and that. The first thing I said when that character came to life was, I hope Todd is making that. <laughs> so, Let me tell because, you. Because I want, I want a little rubber band ball. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, want, I want him as well. So funnily enough, they, um, I, after we screened that episode internally, somebody on the Bob's crew 
left a, a rubber band ball on my desk. No one owned <laughs> up to who did it. And it was not small. It was like a chunky rubber band ball. Anyway, I turned it into squeezy ball. I put eyes on it and I put a smiley mouth on it and I like tied little bits coming off him and I hung him on my door of my office and um, he, I loved him so much. And then I went into the office three months ago probably to pick something up from there because I didn't know I'd be home this long and I came home. So I went to go and grab some bits from the office. Someone had thrown him away. Oh no. <laughs> I know. So somewhere in some dumpster is squeezy ball. <laughs> Real life squeezy Paul, and he's really sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> little little, little do you know, he's just stuck in somebody's glove box. Just, oh, I just wish, waiting. <laughs> I wish he ended up in someone's glove box. That, that was it. Was so fun going back and forth on that though, because like we didn't know, we didn't. Um, the animation on those are tough. The 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 rubber band ball has so many lines we were trying to come up with different ways of whether he was going to like, if the bands would come out and make little legs for him and he'd walk around or, and the same with the tape, would he make, cause the tape could control the tape that's inside him. Would he make legs and walk himself around? And we were eventually just like, no, again, realism, the tape would just go boom, 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 yeah. boom. And ball would just bounce up and down. And it's, it was harder to animate, but it pays off. I think. No, it, I, I think my, one of my favorite lines that sticks with me in that is, when he has to stick the pencil under the pen. <laughs> he's just like, stick it in my eye. He's like, won't that hurt? <laughs> oh my God, the conversations that we had about that. Because that initially wasn't in the script. I mean, him putting it through his app, like all the script said initially was something like, Bob puts the pencil through the tape. And when we were drawing it, we were like, he's got an eye there. That's going to hurt. And we're like, oh, we'll write to it then. So we did, we wrote to it. And that's why that line ended up being what it was. I was like, it's not going to hurt. It'll feel great. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was such a clever line. I I absolutely loved that line. <laughs> we had like ideas initially. It was like, well, would his eye roll out the way? <laughs> like, but that was that would have been really disgusting. <laughs> it's it, I I really like those challenges of like coming up with that sort of stuff. One of the episodes that's coming up, the the episode title is out there, so I can say it's called Fingers Loose, and um, it is it was a very. <sighs> It's very another very conceptual weird episode but um a lot of fun things that we had to figure out for it and oh i can't wait for that episode to end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good so it, it, it's i i would guess probably one of the most fun things with animation is trying to figure out how obscure you can get because you are allowed to just do the silliest things that live action doesn't get to necessarily do without spending yes. hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars on cgi yeah you yeah. guys kind of get the luxury of being able to just be silly and make it what you want but then still trying to keep it down to earth where yes we can accept so, that reality the way one of the one of the reasons i think bob's does so well is i mean because i because i loved it so much before i worked on it as well um Bob's is a Bob's is a show about a family that love each other, and you know, the, 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 it's not like The Simpsons. It's not like Family Guy, um, where they are very mean to each other sometimes. Yeah. Bob's at the end of the day love each other, and we write the show in a way where it could be filmed as a live action show. Um, we shoot it like it's a live action show as well, but we have the benefit, like you say, of it being animated, so we can go off into weird fantasies and have very odd things happen and it'd be really easy to do because it's animation and we don't have to spend millions on, on <laughs> crazy budgets and 
I mean, I'm saying that like I know what a budget for an episode is. I've got no idea. But um, the, the, <laughs> we can have a burger fly behind Bob. And it's very simple. It's not, yeah. it's not, not tough to do, you know? Yeah, I, I like that we don't have those constraints. And on, like, gosh, just as a, as a, a during this whole global pandemic situation, we, we are not having to go to locations that are, and then with, with the hundreds of people and, and on set, we, we are able to work from our homes, work from our homes and just draw the new background for the location that we want to be in. And so fortunate to be in that situation right now. So what was there any talk as you guys because I mean you're already in production on the season when the pandemic hit was there any talk of because there are some shows that are doing pandemic episodes whether for the betterment of their show or not <laughs> did you yeah. guys have a discussion of you were going to do anything like that um I didn't um but I'm, I know Lauren has tweeted that we're not doing a pandemic episode. It's very funny because the episode, the second episode of the season is about a pinworm epidemic in the school. Oh, that's right. Which is so funny. That episode is Yeah, that episode, hilarious. yeah, where Gene's rubbing his butt off. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop laughing. But that was written, like, that was a holdover episode from our last season. That wasn't made for this season. Um, so that was written a year before this pandemic happened but the yeah. timing of it lined up that people were kind of like oh they've done a pandemic episode no we already we already did this way before um but no i mean I, we we've done a short that i got to direct um that's like 50 seconds long of um what the family might be doing during quarantine and they, they sing a song about being bored um they've all got masks on and stuff and that was just released on youtube I, th I think I saw as, that. That's as far as we're going to go. Um, we're, I, I, we're not going to do a whole episode about it, no. I mean, the thing about Bob's is it's timeless, you know. It's, 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 it's essentially the same week or same year that these people are living for their entire lives. So um, having a pandem the pandemic be referenced, I don't think, is, is going to happen. I'm saying that. Again, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't write the show. <laughs> <laughs> they might, but uh, Lauren, is, <laughs> Lauren seemingly has said online he doesn't want that to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I like the idea of just keeping it flowing as, as normal. Mm -hmm. Some of the shows that have aired lately, I feel like when they've done a pandemic episode, mm -hmm. it kind of has hurt it because they can't, because they're, they're still serialized shows. So it's like, as each episode's playing into the next, the continuity's off because one episode they're like no we can't do any of this and then the next episode they're doing it but then they also say they can't and i'm just like no just throw that out <laughs> just stick to what you're yeah. doing and also i don't know i don't know that people want to be reminded that they're in this yeah. right now like I, tv is such a wonderful escape and do we want to sit and watch everybody on tv stuck in quarantine I don't know. I don't personally. So, I mean, yeah, in three years' time, when hopefully this thing's all over, I don't want to look back and be like, oh, God, yeah, we did that whole episode about a quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it, it, I'm, I'm happy to not. And to say shows that are doing it, it's more power to them, sure. You, yeah. you, you want on there, but yeah, it's not for us, I don't think. But yeah. the, show that, the show that we made we were like okay well we have to address the fact that it's only us mm -hmm. we were like we don't want it to be some weird or just some like you know yeah that it's COVID or anything like that so we came up with just a completely bonkers reason 
of why everybody had to stay home mm-hmm. that's just ridiculous and silly and stupid that that i enjoy <laughs> that i enjoy if it's like a, if it's if it's a knowing stupid thing of like this is why then like yeah it's like in the um the quarantine 30 rock episode they, they did recently and um kenneth is with his wife but it's just clearly kenneth playing it's the same guys with a wig on right there's a scene where they touch each other's faces and it's just like one shot of of kenneth and his hands like this it's clearly his own hand and it's just really funny it's like right. that's, that's funny yeah that that one and the parks and rec one were were yeah. all done very well and yeah because they, they were able to put it out there that yep this is absurd and this is our reality and so we're just gonna stick with this is who these weird characters are <laughs> yeah yeah maybe maybe there is a world where bob's pandemic episode would work but um yeah not in my power to do it <laughs> i don't write it i just draw the pictures <laughs> so now another show that you've recently uh worked on uh still kind of within the lauren bouchard uh universe is the uh is central park yes so uh, how is that to be working on where i mean it's it's got that bob's feel but it's a full-blown musical and an incredible musical at that. The songs are very, very good. Oh my god, I love Central Park with all of my heart. I, <laughs> I don't know how I've ended up being this, but on Spotify, I'm in the top 0.5 percent of people who've listened to the songs the most. Oh really? Okay, that's silly of me. Um, but <laughs> so the, the bits, the, I didn't actually work on any of the musical bits of the show. What I did was I helped. Um, come up with how you know the comic book bits where molly's drawing and it turns into the comic book i came up with how the camera flies around between the panels um and like how stuff like comes out of a panel and goes into another one and um, i animated those those camera movements um that was it was it was so much fun but because of those little bits they would like supply me with the whole episode to watch as a reference and i'd just be like oh okay i'll watch the whole (laughs) thing um I'm yeah, I'm yet to do anything involving a song. Oh, well, that's not true. I did I did the lyric videos, I guess, for the songs that were put on YouTube. But um, I'm a I'm at some point I think working on season two, doing the same thing again with 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 the comic book bits. Um, but oh, that show. I mean, Bob. When Bob's has a song, it's always like, oh, this is fun. But God, that show it is a full blown musical, and yeah. the talent of the composers that we have on there is just. <sighs> insane yeah I, i'm a huge broadway fan my wife and i have season tickets at the pantages and so it's like mm-hmm. not being able to go to any of those shows i mean the the, the last show we went to was actually march 3rd oh and wow so a week so, later then all of our season <laughs> was gone and central park was just a perfect a perfect little thing in the kind of in the middle of all of this oh, it's so good when I first watched it, I cried watching um, Own It. I don't know what it was about it, yeah. but that first song, Own It, um, when they all start singing, I was just like, oh my God, this is like really good. <laughs> and I feel like I can say it because like, I worked on it so, so such a tiny <laughs> amount. I'm not like, I, I made this and it's great. Like I, I worked on it a very minuscule amount versus the phenomenal talent up there who actually put the show together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just so, so beautifully done. And I, I can't wait to see what they, what they come up with for for season two mm. so now are, are you going to be working on uh on the great north as well so, i know everybody's kind of started posting a little bit about it 
And it I, seems like some of the Bob's family is part of it and some aren't. <laughs> some of us are, some of us aren't. I, um, so I did the pilot um, when it was very, in it's, it's very early stages. I mean, again, not, not just me, um, but a, like a, a group of us, we drew up the storyboards um, that, that made the pilot um, piece uh, to, to showcase it and get the show picked up. Um, so I worked on that and that was a lot of fun. Um, in terms of the actual show that's going to air, I I did the title sequence. Um, okay. And there's a lovely song that goes with that thing. I, I, I've listened to that song a thousand times. It's really cute. Um, but outside of that, um, I've not I've not touched it um, really. Uh, but it's it's going to be such a fun show, and it'll sit really nicely alongside Bob's. I think the Molyneux. The Molyneux are just two of my favorite people. They are, they are just wonderful, wonderfully talented, wonderfully funny writers. Yeah, um, yeah I have every faith the show is going to be great. Yeah, I, I'm very excited because, I mean, they've the two of them have done so much with Bob's. Mm-hmm. So, and then as soon as I knew that they were behind this, I was very excited. And, I mean, now they've got Deadpool. I mean, and Deadpool, those, oh, my God. The, the, I, was, those, I those lost two my have shit. Their, have their, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I lost my shit. So I was like, yes, yes. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. I mean, where I don't know them, but they're they're also kind of in that wheelhouse. When I'll talk to, uh, to talk to Todd, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, Wendy and Leslie are just so so great." And so it's like I, I hear all of your names as if you're as if you're part of this just group. I'm supposed to know everybody, <laughs> and so it's like I, I celebrate your guys' victories when I see it come through because I just I hear so much about you guys in oh, other in other realms. So. Yeah, it, it, it was it was that same feeling when I saw that they had that. I was like, yes, I'm very excited for these two people I've never met and don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they are lovely. Both of them are lovely. And Minty as well. I've only met Minty uh, briefly, but Minty Lewis, who's the, the third of the three of them who made that show. All all wonderful people. So now, now next year, we have what the fans have been waiting for forever with the Bob's movie. Mm-hmm. How has that kind of crossed over with you guys working on the show? Um, work on the film so so it's uh i don't know how much i'm allowed to talk about the film (laughs) (laughs) but i mean i guess i can say that it's um like uh, they've tried their very best to have everybody who works on the show have a hand in the film so that we so it all feels authentic like we made it you know it's not like some other studio is making the film we're um, we're still making it um, and but similarly to the show I mean since March the whole film's been pretty much been in its production from everyone's home um, and similarly to Bob's it's all it's ticking along nicely I'm still I still I still work on it um, that, that that one like Central Park I did a little bit on and the great north i've done a little bit on but the bob's movie is what i've the outside of bob's tv is what i've definitely worked on the most and i still have my hand in it um now and then it's it's fun yeah i i i i I won't try to prod you for anything on it because i know i know i will be murdered and deported (laughs) so fast i know how i know how tight-lipped you guys have to be on that but it's something that myself and i know every fan is incredibly incredibly excited for yeah i mean I just, I, I as a, as a, a, as a fan of the show, before I worked on it, I'm very sure if you were a fan of the show, you'll love the movie. I'm sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine. I can't imagine you would. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. It, no, it, I, I would have been devastated had I watched, <laughs> had I been working on something that was like, this could be better. I really do think it's going to be a very feel-good movie. So be, before, before you became, you know, part of the Bob's family, what was your favorite episode leading up to showing oh, muzzle, up with everything? Muzzle Tina. Muzzle <laughs> Tina is... I, in the fourth season is just such a good showcase of how how the show has strayed from uh, this concept of a family that run a restaurant. Like I, I, I just think it's such a wonderful showcase of all the characters and 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 how silly the show can be and and um, and how funny it is. Oh my God. When they're pouring the guacamole out of Tammy's <laughs> giant nose. Yes. Like it's so silly. Um, I love that one. Um, I love the, uh, the, Oh my God. What's it called? Um, work hard or die trying girl. Um, the, 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 oh, when they're trying to do the, the musicals. musicals. Yeah. Um, lice things are lice, uh, where the school has the, the lice infestation. Um, they're my three. They're my three favorite ones of before I worked on the show. Like, if ever, if anyone ever asks me where to start on the show, I say those three episodes. Yeah, those, those are those are all great ones. Yeah, those mm-hmm. those I would put up there as my. I probably my favorite is. I don't know what the title of it is, but the one where Bob gets stuck to the toilet. Oh, glue and it has my Bob. And it has the bad things happen in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the that's the hundredth episode. That one. I, I don't think I have ever laughed so hard at a musical number <laughs> in a show. So mainly, when mainly I, for when he lifts up off the toilet and, oh, starts, and starts flying around. But so um, I was saying when I was retakes director, um, sometimes if uh, when we cut a bunch of stuff or we need to rewrite jokes, we add a song into the episode last minute. That song was added last minute. That oh, really? Yeah, that wasn't in the episode when it was sent to Korea. Um, I came back and they were like, oh, we need to add a song into this episode. It needs a song. So they added that song in last minute. And now it's such a... It's um, a classic. <laughs> it's such a classic that you would never have known it wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. That and and I, I know I have my little hand washing card with it on it somewhere that I know you also you also I did the, the hand this, washing uh, card. So <laughs> this, th- that was something I just did like... I was just sitting and I was like, oh, people are doing this thing with songs. I'm going to do it, but also draw Bob's hands. And never thought like Todd would want to print it and put it in yeah. with stuff, but he did. And it's awesome. That's what I like so much about the show in general is so much of it is so organic. It's so like, um, we just sort of do things because we really want to do them rather than pressure from other things. And things just like end up being things that weren't there before. It's, 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 it's fun. It's so much fun. Yeah, and the the way that they've been able, I, I think it has some of the show has some of the most unique merchandising. Like aside <laughs> from aside from having an album, the fact that they can have their own cookbook of just all of the weird, crazy burgers that Bob that Bob comes up with, I it's, think is one of the that coolest. You can make things. them, yeah. yeah, and you you can make every one of them. So like, I I have the cookbook, but then I also I think it was Loot Crate that put together like a fake thing of the restaurant that you could open up. And then it had just a handful of those, like actual oh, like cards. Yeah, 
That's, that was, I, I love that that was pretty cool. I have no less than four copies of that book. <laughs> <laughs> when I got this job and I was moving away, so many people gave it to me as a leaving present. I was like, <laughs> you, <laughs> my fourth copy of this book now. <laughs> it is a great book, though. I've made many burgers from it, actually. It's, it's fun. See, the sad thing is, is I bought it right away. Mm-hmm. And I think I've maybe made one. Because I I don't eat meat, and so like mm-hmm. it's the the matter of like getting like an impossible patty or something like that. Right, I see, I see. And putting I that see. in the mix, but I just I forget that I have them, and then I'm always like, I need to I need to try that that book out. Yeah, I, know, I got it from my brother, and he has tried multiples of them. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 I really like I really enjoy that. It's a thing that people can make, and I'm sure you can make all of them with an impossible patty. Yeah. Oh yeah. You you absolutely could. So I'm just lazy and haven't gotten to it. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, well, Simon, I, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you've had a, had a long work day already, as it is. So, uh, but it's been such a pleasure chatting with you and getting to know you more you so outside of just Twitter and hearing Todd mention your name. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's lovely of him to have said. I mean, I, I can't speak highly enough of Todd either. It's very nice of him to have passed my name on. So, and and I hope you have a, I hope you have a good holiday season. And uh, thank you. You too. Wh- whatever, however much longer we are stuck in in this quarantine situation, hopefully, hopefully it won't be as long as it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. I mean, the vaccine is here, so. Yeah, Let's I'm, just hope that this is towards the end of it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we actually get a San Diego Comic Con this summer. I, oh, I, 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 I don't want to get my hopes up because it seems like that's still so soon. But last time I got this tattoo when I was there, it was very oh, really. This tattoo was drawn by Lauren. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. We, it was my first Comic Con when after I moved here, and um, we got very drunk. and uh three of us decided to get this tattoo (laughs) but it was to commemorate my year like a year on the show for me at least anyway and i I love this tattoo so much for people who can't see it, i realize i'm just holding up as people can't see it it's a crudely drawn burger (laughs) hold it hold it up and i'll I'll put a screenshot of it so yeah that 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 way people can get a get a glimpse of it and, and see what we're talking about and if you um if you hold it this way it's a confused bee. <laughs> I, I now can... it's a burger. Because <laughs> when I look at it, it always looks like a bee because I look at it from the side. But I have to like, okay, no. <laughs> See, if I had that just in front of me all the time, I would get hungry just, just at random points. I'm just like, burger sounds great right now. <laughs> it does. People often mistake it for a Krabby Patty from SpongeBob. Like, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Very different show. Both called Bob, <laughs> but I make burgers, but separate. <laughs> well, thank you again so much, Simon. No and where can everybody find you on social media if they want to give you a follow? Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram uh, at chonkster62, C-H-O-N-G-S-T-E-R-6-2. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for yeah, it, it was great. And I look forward to seeing uh, seeing the rest of the episodes that you're directing soon yeah. i don't know when the date they will be on but they will be on at some point soon <laughs> excellent cool. well have a good All rest right. of your night simon thanks you too thank you, you very much bye